Before we get into this, I just want to make a quick disclaimer and tell you that I've worked with hundreds of entrepreneurs over the last eight years and I've seen so many people build six, seven, and even eight figure businesses that I've lost count. Now, the biggest thing that gets in the way, it's not the market, it's not the sales process, it's not the system that you use or which industry you're trying to go into, it's always you. If you have personal problems, they'll show up in your business. You don't actually have business problems. You have personal problems that are reflected in your business. And if you don't solve the problems that you have, if you don't work on yourself, if you don't do any personal development, then no matter how hard you work on your business, you're not working hard enough on yourself. Make sure you prioritize and actually take care of yourself first so that the person who's driving the vehicle, the business, is actually in top shape. And with that said, I wanna start with that if you want to build a successful business from nothing, if you want to grow an incredible company, something that pays you beyond your wildest dreams, if you want something that's going to make you happy, always start with your avatar, the person that you're trying to serve and actually help. Because one of the biggest mistakes that we make is thinking about a product or service that we would like or a problem that we want to solve. Instead, begin with the end customer in mind. Focus on the customer journey, right? If you don't know who you're trying to serve, then it doesn't matter what you created. It doesn't matter if you build something really, really cool if it's not built for someone, right? You're hopefully solving a problem. You're hopefully making a difference in their life in some way. But if you don't know who it is that you're targeting, everything else that you're about to do is going to be a massive waste of time. But building a really successful business, especially once you know who you're trying to reach and who you're trying to help, becomes a lot easier. Because now you can ask, what painful problems does that person have? You need to find a painful problem something that really irritates them, something that really gets under their skin and impacts their day-to-day -day life and experience. So long as you are solving little tiny surface level problems, your business really won't thrive that much. If you're working with entrepreneurs, one of the big ones that I know about is people are struggling to get clients or make sales or their marketing just sucks and they can't attract their audience towards them. So by fixing that problem and helping a lot of the business owners that I worked with solve that problem, helping them get you know tens of thousands of leads through their funnels, driving their sales up, of course they were more than happy to pay me lots of money and I have made a lot of money throughout the years by helping businesses grow and scale and really market better and optimize their sales processes and everything like that but I want you to realize that it's because it's a painful problem it's a real issue that they're experiencing that they value the help and the support and the solutions if you just you know help somebody itch their back when it's itchy that's not worth that much if you help somebody you know maybe i don't know gain five percent more of their total yearly salary yeah that's that's okay that's something i guess but if you could double someone's income in a year or five years even that would be a much bigger promise and a much bigger problem that you are solving if somebody is having massive issues in their relationship or maybe they're on the brink of divorce and you can help them save that wow what a big problem you're solving 
right? So think about it. What's the painful problem? What are you trying to solve and fix? And once you know the problem that you're going to be solving, all you have to do is create a solution as a product or a service. So you have to think about, okay, what's the problem that I'm solving? And then does it make sense to create a product, maybe software? Maybe it makes more sense to do a service, maybe done for you, right? Like an agency structure, or maybe it makes more sense to deliver by working with your clients directly and having a more personal touch, but also doing a higher ticket offer. This is all dependent on who you're trying to serve, what the painful problem is, and only when you answer those questions can you actually know what makes the most sense. Another way to answer this is simply ask your audience, ask your ideal avatar, the person that you're trying to help. You know, how would you like someone to solve this problem for you? What would be the most easiest, convenient way that somebody could come in and help you with this. Because of course, if you understand your market's needs, it becomes a lot easier to actually make a positive impact and to make a ton of money in the process. Now, once you've built an offer or you've gotten clarity on the product or service that you want to actually move forward with, it's time to build a marketing machine. And a marketing machine can be built in many ways. One of the easiest ones is with paid advertising because you have control and you can scale with intention. If you do organic marketing, a lot of it is left up to chance, right? If you post videos on social media or if you write blog articles, you're hoping that people will discover that content, but there's no guarantee. If you do paid advertising, customer acquisition cost, it comes down to math. Let's say you spend $20 to acquire a customer and your profit margin on your product or service is $50. Well, all of a sudden, every time you're putting in money, you're printing much more back than what you're putting in. And once you've built a machine like that, your company, your business can really scale quite quickly. And if you cannot scale with ads, wasting your time by trying to build it up organically is probably a bad idea anyway, because it will have such a hard glass ceiling that comes pretty early on. Now, am I telling you to completely dismiss any idea that can't scale with paid ads? Of course, of course not. You can still scale organically, but use paid as a methodology here. So for example, you can work with influencers or people who already have your audience and then create a predictable stream of new customers by actually reaching out to people who already have your ideal market's attention. That person that you're trying to help, the problem that you're solving for them, they already have them in their audience. And that pretty much comes off just as well as paid ads ever would, in some cases, even better. The reason why is because if you're working with someone who's already gained your audience's trust, it's much easier to make the recommendation to work with you. And this is actually how I got a lot of my first clients early stages in my business, I remember I would work with uh, people who ran motivational channels and I would do a collaboration, they would feature me and then that would drive attention, bring potential clients to my website, they would book a time with me and then I, of course I would hop on the call and work with them if we were a good fit. So it's really understanding who is the person you're trying to reach, where are they already hanging out, and then can I connect with those people or use paid ads on the platform to get in front of them and make my offer so that they can understand that there is a solution to their problem that exists out there 
and I can actually help them. Once you have your marketing machine built and you've got lots of attention and people know that you exist and that your business can actually help solve a problem that they have, it's time to use a proven sales process. So a sales process can function in many ways, but one of the easiest ones is through a simple landing page that then goes to a sales page, because that way you're capturing your potential customer's email and then afterwards you're making the offer to them. Another way, if you're doing something more high ticket, would typically be through a call or some other personal touch. Reason being that the higher you're selling something for, the higher the price is, the more it really requires the person to think about the decision and usually at least have some input from you or somebody on your team to see if it's right for them. The most important thing though on this step is that you test and see what works for you. You try out different strategies, you see what the conversion rates are like, and you use math to make decisions instead of your own emotions. Now, if you wanna experience my sales process or you're ready to really just grow your business and you wanna step it up a notch, then I invite you to have a one-on-one -on -one call with me. All you have to do is go to eraphael.com, the link is in the description, and you can book a one-on-one -on -one session. We'll talk, see if we're a good fit, see if I can help you grow and scale your business. And if it feels right, then we can move forward. I would coach you, hold you accountable every week. I've done this with hundreds of people over the last eight years, and I've helped build so many six, seven, and even eight-figure businesses with other entrepreneurs. If you're ready, if you feel like this is the time, take that next step and I can help you personally. And now before we wrap this up to the final point here, scale if you want to. Not every business should be grown as big as possible. Sometimes you lose that personal touch with your customers. Yes, maybe you can make more money, but maybe your profit margins will shrink. However, if you decide, okay, I need to really build something big here. I wanna run a big team, I wanna be a leader, great start to look for talent and find people who naturally align with your values, start to build a real mission that you're on together and decide where the company is going in the long run. Bring more and more people in as you see fit and most importantly, start to create SOPs, standard operating procedures, so that everything that is done in the company can be taught to new people coming in and that way you create the ability to replace people if they do decide to leave or move on from the company in the future. Of course, you want to try to avoid that and bring in people who are going to stick for the long run, but you never know, right? So you want to build a culture where people are pushing each other and themselves to be their best self. You're building systems so that you're not reliant on a single alpha leader or somebody who's really, you know, pushing everyone to perform every single day. And really, you want to optimize the company so that you're also in a role where you can do your best work. That might mean bringing somebody in to take off your hands a lot of the old responsibilities that you used to focus on. This will come in time. Maybe you know if it's the right time to do that for you and make some of those changes, but that really depends on the situation. So that's a more personal advice depending on where you're at. However, don't scale if you feel happy and content. Don't think that more money is always better. Again, your profit margins can shrink. Your time will be taken up. Focus on optimizing around you having a good life overall, not just make as much as you possibly can.